In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham and I am here yet again with Nicole Pellegrino. Happy to be back. Um, happy, to, happy to have you. Last week's episode was a lot of fun and we got so much positive feedback about it that we're going to do another round of emails. Um, yes. They're fun to answer. Thank you guys so much for sending them in. Um, we really like, we enjoy reading them and trying to give you advice. Um, so if you have an email or you have a question that you want us to answer for um, an episode coming up, email us at brides at betches.com. And if you like the show, um, go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. And if you don't like the show, just tell <laughs> us and don't review because um, we are looking to improve. Um, so rate, review, subscribe, and let's get into this week's questions. Or should yes. we, you know, like actually first let's discuss what's going on with both of our, our wedding situations. Nicole, what's going on with yours right now? You know, that's the perfect way to describe it, a situation. I don't even want to call it a wedding planning anymore because I don't... Okay, so long, long story short, a lot of you know this because I talk about it on the Instagram, but um, we're in the process of either postponing to September 4th, 2021, or to, of maybe just eloping, having a ceremony this year or a, and a big uh, party next year. We're still kind of deciding. We're kind of leading, more, leaning more towards just postponing as planned before because I'm realizing if I do elope this year and still do a celebration next year, that's me planning like essentially two weddings. Two weddings, right. And we, we really did the math and like I thought, I told everybody at first like, oh, we'd be saving so much money with that plan. But it's kind of the same. It's really not as much savings as I thought when I sat down and actually did the math. So, um, yeah, we're in no rush. Just kind of planning, <laughs> floating along. So you're along. still not really sure. Yeah, exactly. Our family is uh, really frustrated with us, though, because they keep trying to, like, plan, and they're like, just tell us. Like, my brother lives on the West Coast. He's like, obviously, I want to be there if you elope. Right. And, um, yeah, so I, I hope I will have a 100% decision uh, soon for everybody. What about right. you? Um, for me, I mean, we are kind of all over the place. We're the worst at making decisions. We look at every, like, even when we moved in together, we looked in like five different neighborhoods. Um, so (laughs) for us, and I never, before getting engaged, I never really had like a vision for my wedding. So that made it a lot harder. I feel like a lot of people that I know, like had already had the venue in mind that they wanted or, um, had really put a lot of thought into what they wanted to look like, which I'm kind of envious of now. I feel like I should have done more of that beforehand, although I never wanted to like get ahead of myself before that. So that's why I didn't do it. Um, so now I kind of feel like I was like literally starting from zero. Um, but I mean, our, our 
favorite plan has always been to do like a beach destination wedding. So mm-hmm. we are looking into like Mexico potentially for next either like November 2021 or even like maybe early 2022. Um, yeah. It's I mean, COVID just adds a whole other layer to planning that kind of wedding though. So it's like we're not 100% committed to it, but we are, that's like kind of what we would do ideally in a world with no COVID or no other things to consider. So we're kind of deciding if we want to take the risk yeah. in planning that, just knowing that like, you know, the yeah. world is uncertain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, better than planning something in Italy, I feel like right now that Mexico is looking more likely and more safe. Um, but that's exciting. I didn't know I knew you said beach in the past, but I didn't know you wanted to do a destination. That's cool. Well, we went to sorry. I was gonna say how many people would it be? Like, would it be a huge destination? I mean, it'd be as many people as like would feel comfortable going. It's kind of the yeah. thing. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. um, that was always kind of our thought. Like I, we kind of felt like anyone who were, we were really close to would go and then all the extra people like we can invite because like why not? But I assume that unless you're pretty close with someone, you don't go mm-hmm. to their destination wedding. So that's our current plan. We have to see if we're like how how okay with like either like fewer people than we wanted because like even if even if uh, you can fly, like some people still might not be comfortable flying. Yep. Um, we're kind of comfortable flying. So I think that it, um, it's just kind of like you have to decide in all these things, like how much, how disappointed am I going to be if X happens or how disappointed am I going to be if Y happens? Cause like if your threshold right. for disappointment is really, really high um, or really low rather, <laughs> um, then I think that you want to plan like, so far in advance that you know that things can run like the like you want them to right right all the uncertainty in 2020 with planning wedding is making me think like if weddings even need to exist in the first place like i'm like right. what is wedding planning anymore like i just it's well, it does it's it makes a question like all the crazy stuff around like weddings and why we care about certain things and why we put so much money and effort and planning into like this thing that's one day um, right. And there's, it's so funny, like culturally, there's so much emphasis placed on the wedding and so little emphasis placed on like the marriage afterwards. Yep. So maybe this will make people focus more on that than like the actual like floral arrangements of the day. Hell but, yes. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And I mean, the more into planning I get, the more like I understand. I used to kind of be like, wow, like I don't even understand how someone could be a bridezilla or I don't even understand how someone like could care that much about like this thing. Um, and then now that I'm in it, I'm like, okay, I like, kind of get it. Like it's a lot of money. It's a lot right. of like different people that you have to like coordinate with. It's like talking to your parents, talking to your parents about money, talking to your fiance about money, like a lot of decisions you have to make together. And also a lot of like opinions too. Yeah. It makes me understand like why it is such a momentous thing in someone's life. Whereas before I really didn't get it. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not cool. Realizing things about weddings. Right. So let's get into the emails. Um, do you want to read the first one? Sure. All right. Hello. I have a situation and was hoping you can give me advice on your next podcast. One of my bridesmaids is upset because I had to postpone my wedding to 2021, her in quotes, her wedding year. She has never talked to me about it, but her fiance told me, told my fiance she was upset. I know it 
If I confronted her about it, she will deny everything. She's venting with another bridesmaid, and now some are acting weird towards me, such as rejecting all of my invites to hang out, being dry, rude, and, and rude in our group chats, and not talking to me at all. I tried to set up a gathering to talk as a group, but they don't want to meet and are always giving excuses. I've tried seven different occasions, damn. And they always say they will check their work schedule and get back to me, in which they never do. I'm tired of reaching out to them. I really don't want them in my bridal party because these are not real friends and really stressing me out. Everyone tells me to kick them out of the bridal party, and I want to, but here's the but... Their boyfriends slash fiancés are my fiancés' best friends since elementary school. They are more like brothers. They are also coming out in my bridal party and coming out in my... They're also in my bridal party. And I know if I kick two bridesmaids out who are acting like this toward me, the guys will leave too. And I don't want it to affect the friendship they have had with my fiancé. Uh, basically, this is really stressing her out. What do I do? Should I just to kick them out and jeopardize the friendship, the guy's friendship with my fiance, or should I just ignore them and try to focus on the bridesmaids that I know truly have my back and truly support me? It's eight of us, and two of them are the ones who are acting weird slash ignoring me. P.S. Okay. It's a long one. Lot to unpack here. So her wedding's in nine months. Um, I think, well, it sounds like she has eight bridesmaids, and two of them are the issue here, Right. Right. I always found that like when texting or reaching out to a group of people, like it usually doesn't go as well as texting out, texting people individually because there's kind of like less feeling of like, I need to respond or you can have like a less real conversation than reaching out one-on-one. So I think, I mean, obviously the con, I don't know. We don't know the other side of the story, but from your side of the story, obviously the concept of claiming an entire year as your wedding year is like kind of insane. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that was the part that first got me. And I get, I, here's the thing. We have people who get mad that, you know, their friends are getting married a week or two weeks before them. And I understand that, like, you don't want it too close together, but you can't claim 2021 as your wedding year because it's literally everybody's wedding year at this point. I also think like in this kind of world, you can't really claim a month either or like a two week period either. Like as long as your Mm -hmm. friend is not getting married on the day of your wedding like people have to reschedule things there's so many other factors to consider like we really can't be trying to claim like everyone is stressed out like let's not add more stress by claiming a a certain month or a certain time period like that to me seems like very self-centered um but i don't know if that's if that's even actually the case or if it's really about that or if it's about something else and maybe this girl has something else that that is bothering her about you what yeah. I would do is I would I would reach out to her um, specifically and I would say like, hey, like um, it's so annoying that I had to reschedule like this wedding. Like I wish I didn't didn't have to do it next year. Like I was so looking forward to next year being about you or whatever. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could say like, I do feel like you've been a little distant for me. Like, do you, does it have anything to do with that? Or like I felt like a, a rift and I would love to like work it out because I really value your friendship. Right. I, I, that's the thing. Like, it's, it, it sounds like she has a lot of other really good friends in this bridal party that she can lean on. They, these, the ones that are being like this to her, she doesn't need them in the party necessarily, but then there's this 
whole situation with like how they're good friends to the guys. My first thought with reading this is like, will the guys really care that much if she gets? That was my thought also. Yeah. Like I, like men don't care as much about this stuff. I feel like as we do. I don't. I mean, it sounds to me like maybe they are good friends and. And I I think to rescind rescind an invitation is like an aggressive move to say like I'm kicking you out is more aggressive than let's say like not maintaining a friendship after this or sort of subtly pulling away from Mm -hmm. someone. So I get kind of that like it is like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More it's like I do. I agree. Guys don't. I don't think guys quite care as much as you as you would think they do. Yeah. I would make the kicking them out of the bridal party like sort of your last resort. Last I would resort. start with I would start with just reaching the, out to them on like a human level and just kind mm-hmm. of like trying to find out like why there's weirdness. Yeah. Like I wouldn't make it a group thing. I wouldn't try to like get together as a group. I would say like individually like, hey, like, do you want to get coffee? Do you want to get lunch? And you could talk about it there or if, or if you don't feel comfortable doing that because of the world situation, you could just say, hey, like, can we jump on FaceTime? Like, and like maybe there is weird. something like that happened that they don't that she doesn't know about. Maybe they're they are pent up kind of angry about something or maybe they just like like kind of like when we talked about that in the past episode, maybe they just like don't really know how to be like nice and helpful throughout this whole planning situation. So right. again, just like yeah, go to the I would go to each of them like kind of individually and not like you said, like not a big group either. I agree. And I also feel like, like people can lose sight of like what the other person's going through if they haven't spoken in a while too. And it's like, they're just consumed with like their own world and like how it's affecting them and their own stress. That if you mm-hmm. just kind of reach out to them and sort of like tell them that you're thinking about them and that you like, and that you feel something off without accusing them of anything, then I think they're much more likely to kind of come around. 100%. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Oh, all right, this next one is very long, so um, bear with us. We we could maybe do it in parts, I think, because there's like two different parts. There's one where she's mad at the mom, and one where she's mad at the uh, the, the fiance's brother. So, 
Do you want me to go ahead and read it? Yeah, go for it. All right. Okay, I have to rant about this, and I've been following your Instagram account since quarantine. My fiancé and I got engaged last November. We're currently trying to plan a small CDC-compliant wedding in North Carolina for November 7th. Just to give an idea, we are providing masks, individual hand sanitizer, requiring temp checks, providing a live stream of the ceremony, and hosting as much of our in-person ceremony slash reception outside as we can for about 50 people. Obviously, if we had our way, we would have had our entire 140-person guest list join us, but that's not an option. We also don't want to wait for a big party when we are to begin our lives together as husband and wife. So we've journeyed on full steam ahead as best we can. After lots of blood, sweat, and even more tears, we're almost at the finish line, but our families are driving us crazy. I am the only child, so my mom is overly involved, and all she talks about is wedding stuff. Even when I'm working, I'm an attorney and don't have time to talk about the color of pens of the fucking guest book. I love her, and we're already, we've already had several spats about what, we, what should be done for the wedding. We didn't speak for a week when I said we were going to provide masks for the guests, but essentially it boils down to my mom that she's driving me absolutely nuts. Okay, so maybe let's stop there because there's a whole other part after this. Right. My first thing when reading this, like, okay, her mom is clearly, and I know a lot of other moms like this kind of, who are very love to plan an event, a wedding, a shower, whatever. And they, moms like overthink things when it comes to like, like they'll think about like, what color is the ribbon on the party favors? And that's something something personally I I'm like I don't give a fuck pick pink purple right. whatever so I get that I think it also comes you have to remember in these situation situations it comes out of a loving place like they they right. might are excited they're excited they might not have a job whereas this girl's a busy attorney they're excited and they want to help I would give her a task that's like something like Like, I remember Ashley, for her wedding, said she gave her mother-in-law the task of the wedding hotel um, gift bags and was like, go crazy with it. Like, and you don't have to check in with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, give them a task like that where they can really use their their time and energy and creativity on that. And and that way, you don't really care what goes in the guest hotel bag, something like that. Um, But also just tell her, like, to cool it and you don't care about stuff. Right. I think you could say like, Hey, like I know I agree, totally agree with the task thing, especially a task that you're not like particularly like is, does not a big deal to you, like the way it's done. Um, and it sounds like a lot of these tasks are, are not a big deal to this person. Um, mm-hmm. but I would also say like, Hey, like, um, when you, when you contact me at work about these things, like it kind of stresses me out. It makes it, sometimes it makes me feel stressed because I have like all this stuff to do. And then I feel like I have to make these decisions in the moment because you're waiting. But like, I like, I'm so excited to plan this wedding with you. I, I do feel like planning a wedding with your mom is probably like a really bonding like activity. Like it's something for you mm-hmm. to do together. And like, you both feel like really like invested in it. You could say like, Hey, I'm free at like X time on X day. Like let's do like a phone call um every week and we can talk about like all your ideas for the wedding and like we can go through them all at that time because like it's for me it just stresses me out when I'm like in the middle of a different task and then I have to be sidelined by this and then I kind of feel like I'm snapping at you and you that's not fair to you 
Right. So I think you're literally using like good work management tactics on your, on your family members for this. It's kind of like a part-time job. I feel like planning. So it kind of makes sense to me that you would have to, and I mean, I, I get randomly like text. I have so many siblings, so I'll be randomly texted them, texted by them, like at all points in the day. And that's something I've kind of figured out as a way to, if I'm like having a busy week, you could just say like, Hey, Again, mm-hmm. like during the week is not a great time for me. You're not going to get like the best version of me to discuss all these things. Like let's do Thursday nights from like, you yeah. know, six to seven and we'll talk about, we could talk about everything and like, I'll be so much more excited to talk about it. I I fully agree with that. I remember Sammy mentioning, we did a Betches Brides Live once and she was like, yeah, me and Avi do like weekly finance meetings, like between the two. I think of it was them. monthly, but yeah. Oh, yeah. monthly. Aggressively meeting weekly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was like laughing at her at first because I was like, meetings with your like fiance? What is that? But I now I'm like, all right, yes, meetings with your fiance, meetings with your family members. You got to do that like weekly so, or just schedule time so that they're not blowing you up constantly. Yeah. And I think it also helps like if you're the person who's like sort of overly like thinking constantly about like the color of the of the guest book pens or something like that, like some brides are like that. um, And I think that can really stress you out and you have all these decisions. But then you kind of like, again, you you bring that stress to the other people in your life by like asking about it sporadically. So I think even with your with your fiance for if you're the kind of that's like a little more type A, because I do think that probably like in the planning process, and I've just found this just from doing it for the past month, like it can seep into every single conversation you have and it gets more stressful when it's all you're talking about. So you could reserve a time with your fiance to talk about the wedding like once or twice a week where you make those decisions together. And again, like then you don't have to be like stressing about them throughout your day. Right, right. And then the flip side is if you don't care about any of that stuff, like if you're not a control freak or type A with this, you could just be like, mom, just plan it all. I don't care. Like, I'll be there. Pick. Yeah. Like you don't even need my approval. Just go without me. I mean, that's what men do. It's very unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I'll exactly. be there. Yeah. I'll show up day of. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So this next part is um, about her fiance's brother. He won't shut the fuck up, STFU, about how much he's over COVID and why we don't just buy a house instead of doing a big wedding. He's not a conspiracy theorist, but lives in Michigan and has no one whom he knows personally has dealt with the coronavirus. So basically, he's butthurt that he can't watch SEC football travel and generally pal around with his friends like he used to. He continued to make comments to my fiance for the past month, and today was the breaking point. My fiance finally snapped and shut him down. We get that he's frustrated and that life is not normal, but he's complaining to either of us when we're trying to plan for a wedding that makes our guests feel comfortable is is the last thing we need. Hell, we're also frustrated. Also, I feel like he could not have picked the worst people to complain to when his wife when he and his wife had a huge wedding in Michigan several years ago. All I can think about is how selfish his comments are because he has not even considered what we're going through as a Corona bride and groom. Wedding planning already sucks, but at a pandemic, what a blast. Yeah, so basically, she says at the end, she's taking comfort. She's not a Corona bride. The only bride who's had to deal with these family members. She just wants help here with this. So, um, So, yeah, I mean, he... Here's the thing. A lot of people, like right when coronavirus happened, my dad was like, 
oh, should we just say screw the wedding and maybe you guys should just elope or like have a low-key outdoor wedding in a barn. And at Mm -hmm. first I could see how people are frustrated with this because like you're like, but I've been planning for this big wedding. And when other people kind of just like throw out your plans quickly with a comment like that. Just right, throw out their unsolicited like ideas for you when you didn't ask them for any idea. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. I kind of think... I kind of think with this situation, it's like, it sounds like this guy, the fiance's brother is just like kind of toxic. I just wouldn't really talk to him about planning at all. It's kind of like when we were talking about this yesterday, when you, you have a baby, you don't want to tell people the name of the baby because you don't want their unsolicited opinions about your baby's name to like taint your perspective of what you're going to name your fucking baby. So I would just kind of in that situation, don't tell this guy. Don't talk to him about the wedding planning, right? Exactly. And I think that if he if he continues to mention things, you could say like, you could say, I mean, you could say like he does, like you, like she already said, he doesn't know how stressed we are as part of this planning process. I think you could like simply tell that to him. Like if he brings it up again, or even like, it sounds like your fiance already snapped at him. So it'd be a good opportunity for him to come back and say like, hey, I'm sorry if I was like really short with you planning this wedding is really is really like a really stressful experience and like sometimes it makes us more stressed when other people like give like ask us you know suggest make suggestions and stuff like that so like it would just make me feel better if you like didn't you know say that didn't didn't say that because it makes us feel like like kind of like what you just said like it makes us second guess our decision or it makes us feel more stressed about our decision right um and i totally get that argument like we've thought about that too like it make, that right. makes that that totally would make sense for a lot of people we're not really going that way and and right now we're committed to that so um if you could mm-hmm. just yeah like again we don't have to t- i get that you have strong feelings we don't have to talk about the wedding um we yep. can talk about something else um and i just ask that you be respectful and not you know say anything that will make us feel more stressed yep and it's easy for family members to like sit there and give their opinions throughout wedding planning and this is not the first case we've seen a bride and groom frustrated about it but it's like you just have to remember like they're not the ones going through it you are so just kind of tell them what's up and brush it off exactly okay so this next one you want to read it or sure Hi, Jordana. So excited that you're hosting the Brides podcast. I've been listening to you up through my whole dating journey and I've been listening to Brides since, admittedly, before I got engaged. Great. (laughs) So my issue is in my future mother-in-law's guest list. My my issue is in my future mother-in-law's guest list. I accepted all of her requests except one. The last girl my fiance slept with before meeting me. This, the girl is a family friend, but my fiance is not even that close to her. Neither of us think it's appropriate to have her at the wedding. So we told his mom and didn't send an invite. So she asked his mom why she's not invited. And his mom had us, has us text her. We politely, we politely tell her, we think it would be uncomfortable given their history. She responds by asking us to reconsider and wants the three of us to get together. And if we still feel uncomfortable, then she won't ask again. I'm kind of shocked by this response. I would never assume I should be invited to any of my ex's weddings, even if our families are close. Um, sorry. She, uh, she even called him on Friday night, late at night, soon after we got engaged. On a, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing to me seems like a no-brainer. She's not invited. But now I seem like the bitch who left out a member of the family. 
a quote unquote member of the family, but I'm sorry you can't be both a member of the family and someone who's had sex with the groom. Any advice on the subject would be greatly appreciated. I don't want to burn bridges with my new family, but I don't want some girl my fiance slept with there on our special day. I know myself and it will bother me to see her there, which is why I don't, which is why I've been so adamant that she's not invited. Thanks again for all the years of help with dating. Looking forward to going through engagements together on the pod. Sincerely, three is a crowd. Yeah. So <laughs> this one is funny. I liked this one because I have a unique uh, scenario where I am that girl <laughs> that the fiance slept with a while ago. And you've been to a- that wedding? No, well, I'm going to be going to that. They actually just got engaged. I like one of my good family friends back in high school. We hooked up uh, back when I was, you know, before Mike and um, <laughs> <I hope>. okay, <laughs> pre-Mike. Right. Don't worry, people. But um, yeah, and and now like my whole family is gonna be like it's our best friends. Like we're go- I'm gonna be invited to the wedding, and I hope she'll be cool with it. Do you think she knows? She knows. Yeah. Okay. She <laughs> hopefully she won't listen. Would you be upset if you weren't invited as the person? Like, do you understand yes. this girl's reaction? So yes, only because my entire family and a bunch of friends will be there so it would, be, it would just be so awkward i really don't it, made it would probably make it worse yeah it would make it worse yeah. and more obvious i think in, in my scenario at least maybe in this person's too um and like i don't know it depends what her situation because obviously like this couple knows like i'm not still i don't want to do that again with the the guy the groom because i have my own lovely groom now <laughs> but like so yeah i it's it's sticky and i get her feelings i don't know what are your thoughts um so like would you i mean i'm saying you can you can see yourself sort of doing what this girl did and like reaching out and saying you know i i don't really again if well if if they texted me and were like we kind of don't feel right with you coming i would i wouldn't want to be at a wedding that i'm not wanted at so right I would not have uh, counter offered like this girl did here. Right. That part to me is surprising. <laughs> I, think, I think like that part's like kind of weird. I think it would really depend on like the relationship that was had between, um, between this girl and my fiance. Like I do think that if you truly felt like there was nothing there and that it wasn't that meaningful and that the person like um, wasn't a threat to your relationship, that you mm-hmm. wouldn't really mind having them there because it's not like the person did anything wrong and they right. are ingrained in your family. I, I get why it might make you feel like a little weird, but I do think that if, if it's like, if you are really confident in your own relationship, I mean, you're getting married. So I would imagine like it's pretty <laughs> serious and you right. wouldn't be doubting your fiance's like intentions towards you. Like I can sort of see why people might think she's overreacting to this. Right, right. I mean, if she feels really strongly, like I, I could understand that. I would just ask if I were her. I would ask myself, like, what, what is, what is really going to bother me so much about this person being there? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Especially because she's kind of like put up a fight about it. Right. Of like, is it really going to take anything away from my day? Do I really feel like she's a threat? Like, what, what is so hurtful about her presence that would really like bother me? Given mm-hmm. that, like, again, like. I know my relationship is really strong that that being said like I get that like it's okay to sort of be irrationally like maybe jealous or right feel like intimidated or just kind of feel uncomfortable by that and if that's the case I would pick up the phone 
Or ask your fiance too, if you don't really don't that, feel comfortable doing that's that. That's the key. Ask yeah. the fiance. We always, for, for some reason, the, the guys always get to like, whenever brides have a conflict with anybody, the mother-in-law, the friend of the fiance, whatever, it's always up to the bride. I feel. Make your fiance talk. I agree. Like, right. like they, have, in the way that you would, um, if something that your fiance, I mean, if it's something with like your family or your family friends or your, right. um, like if it's something with, with with their with, with their people like Make i think them. they should be your spokesperson because they're that you're a team and they're there to defend you exactly. so with with this i think you or him should just call her you don't think you need to like get a meal with them if you really feel like you're really uncomfortable i would get a meal i would i would get on the phone or have my fiance get on the phone if you don't feel comfortable doing it and just say like hey like something against you like i'm mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like obviously what happened what happened is and maybe it's kind of irrational that's like I, I get that like it's nothing against you and nothing you did wrong but like it just makes her feel weird and like yeah it's kind of like the end of the day like it, I would just make it not like personal but again I do think that kind of makes you look yeah like you're a little, a little petty right. but if you, but if you're truly uncomfortable like who cares like it is your wedding if you truly if it's truly going to bother you and that's going to get right. away from you going your day how, like either you call her or yourself I think that's probably the better move and just saying like hey like no hard feelings. It just like will make me feel weird. And maybe you don't get it. Maybe that's like a little irrational. I get that. I understand mm-hmm. that like there's nothing going on there and that's not really the reason. But for some whatever reason, it just makes me uncomfortable. So like, I'm really sorry. Right. And on the flip side of that, let's say you were like, okay, let me just bite the bullet and have her come to the wedding to like save this. You could always say to your fiance, like, look, I know Becky, let's pretend her name is, is going to be at the wedding like I need you to not really acknowledge her. You know how I feel about her. You slept with her before me. It makes me feel weird. I don't even want her there, but I'm letting her come for the sake of your mom and you and your family. But like, please just don't acknowledge her. And if she tries to call you on random Friday nights to talk, like, please don't answer. Like, I would appreciate that. And he should obviously respect that. Right. And if you spoke to this girl on the phone, if you did call her and tell her you didn't want her to the wedding, you could say like, honestly, like when you called him, that mm-hmm. you know on a late on a friday it, that was something that made me uncomfortable right and like just give like and again you're, you could say again i'm not like accusing you of doing anything or but i'm just saying like how these things made me feel and why it would make me feel like mm-hmm. less than great to have you at my wedding i feel like this goes into a larger like not issue just theme or topic that of like as we grow older and we all get like wifed up in these relationships it like can you still have girl and guy friends you know how when you were younger you like had really good guy friends all throughout high school and stuff right. and you can still have good guy friends i just feel like it's harder to when you're like like if i had like best guy friends that were like these straight guys right now who i was always talking to constantly i i could imagine mike would probably be like hey, what are you doing like i don't know yeah, I think, I mean, we've talked about the subject on You Up before, too, where it's like, you kind of have to have a reason that you talked, that you're, like, right. talking to this person. Like, why are they in your life? Like, what are they, like, bringing to you that other people aren't? Or, I mean, to me, it seems like, yeah, I agree with the guy friends friends thing. I think the older you get, also, the harder it is to maintain friendships. So it has mm-hmm. to, like, the person should really understand why they're in your life like why you know what exactly what they get from this relationship with you should we do one more yes 
Okay. She writes, I've decided to have a huge group of friends and some family to be bridesmaids because they're all special to me. Uh, what we've gotten are bridesmaids who won't respond to anything I ask or say. Whenever I get a response from them hours or days later, it's negative And they say how they, they didn't know what they were signing up for and it might be too much. All I've asked is to plan a bachelorette party. I really wanted to go out of the country, but it wasn't aligning with people's budgets and people are afraid COVID will still be around next summer. I understood, so I asked them to pick a place where they'd be comfortable with that's within their budget. Now it's turned into them not sure where life will take them in a year and they don't want to commit to the bachelorette party because it it might not be something they can afford or something they could go to because life might happen and they might move or they could get fired, etc. One bridesmaid's flat bridesmaid flat out said she was busy and wasn't even going to try to make things work so she was removed as a bridesmaid i've tried to i tried accommodating this huge group but it's becoming more stressful as time goes by i've tried asking them what dates they'd be available to go shopping for bridesmaid dresses and i get no response i've asked what their budget looks like and again no response i'm honestly ready to drop my friends and keep the bridal party family only please help i want to be nice and keep them but we're clearly not seeing eye to eye and I'm more stressed thinking they'll flake or not wanting to go to the wedding because of COVID, which is, which is fair, but I need to know now. What do you think? I think this is a running theme. It's kind of similar, similar to some of the ones last week, like these brides, these bridesmaids aren't feeling into it. I do think like she is doing her best from the bride's perspective here that it's annoying for them to be like, Oh, I'm busy next year. Cause well, I like how can you know if you're busy at that point next year? I think what they what they're trying they're they're trying to do is look for her to give them an out. Yeah. I mean, in their to to come to their defense, she said I decided to have a huge group of friends and some family to be bridesmaids because they're all special to me. But like when you have a huge group, I'm assuming that that you're not equally that close to all of them. And I mean, it's important to take yourself out of the equation and think about like, it is a lot of money and it is a huge time commitment to like do a lot of these things. And if you're not really that close to someone, it can be a little overwhelming. So I think like kind of put yourself in their shoes and think like, and again, there is a lot of other things to worry about. There is like people's job insecurity. There is, it is a really tough time to like know where you'll be in a year. Like who, like who could have guessed we'd be here a year ago. So if I were her, I would kind of like sort of ex- like I would pick like a, the, of this huge bridal party, like your family members and a couple of people that you actually do feel really close to and then ask them to do that stuff. I wouldn't ask like everyone, um, you know, every third friend you knew from like college right. that you ha- hadn't spoken to in six months like I don't think it's necessarily fair to expect that person to have the same feeling of like excitement and readiness to spend money and like do exactly what and plan a bachelorette that you would uh, someone who's actually like a really close friend of yours or like your sister yeah I think I completely agree the like the theme of 2020 needs to be smaller is better well, I guess not in every situation. Or just like evaluating who in your life means really meaningful to you. Me, exactly. Because right. you're right. The, it looks like all these excuses that these girls are, it's it's them trying to kind of get out of it. And it's like, if, again, like if they, if they don't want to be there and it's clear, then like, why should you want them there kind of thing? Right. And just pick a smaller, more dedicated group who's going to actually be excited about all these things. Um I would, yeah, and I would, I don't really like the phrase, like, kicking her out, like, I don't like the phrase, like, I'm gonna, like, we, I mean, she's gonna be kicked out of the bridesmaid group, or she's gonna be, like, whatever, like, I think you can rephrase that as, like, 
I'm doing like I've, I've decided that just because of COVID and everything going on, like I'm going to make my bridal party like a little smaller and like they'll, if they're not responsive or they don't want to commit to stuff, they're going to be like really happy and understanding of what you're saying. You could just say like, hope you can make it to the wedding. Like I'm like, you I mean, so I'm so excited to see you there. Um, but like, I totally get that you're, that you're stressed and you can't commit to any of this stuff. I'm just going to make like a smaller bridal party than I, I think I originally like went a little too ham on like picking yeah. bridesmaids. <laughs> And like they should under, I feel like they should understand that and be happy in, in most cases, like be happy for the out. Exactly. Yeah. It is tough. I, it's like everybody is losing steam around like planning for next year because of all of the uncertain, all of the uncertainty. So yeah, I mean, you just need people who are going to be in it with you and dedicated to do it yeah. next year. And just call it a conscious uncoupling of bridesmaids. Doesn't have to yes. be like a dramatic, I'm kicking you out. Like you're not a dictator. You don't have to like, <laughs> like you should ideally like the people, the bridesmaids that you have should be like really excited and like want to plan stuff for you. And I get the financial thing either way. Mm-hmm. But I think that like we have to be honest with ourselves in terms of like, the way we would react like if you weren't that close to someone and they were asking you to commit to like an international trip a year away you're um, not gonna want it yeah you're not gonna want to spend the money or like even like if you're like a little worried about like the state of the world like you're not gonna want to invest in that i get i get it and like you just have to be realistic about the importance of your wedding to other people which is something we have said before yeah when you read the kicking out part, I pictured uh, like Survivor, like you're voted out, right? <laughs> like um, off the island, ejected. The tribe has spoken. Yeah, the tribe of bridesmaids has spoken. Um, well, that's our episode. This was so much fun. Oh, again. this was, guys. Again, keep submitting these. Yeah. Because, like, just send them on a running basis because we keep all of them. We'll try to get to all of them over time. Yeah, just email brides at betches.com with your um with your issue. We appreciate everything that you guys send in. And um we will see you next week. Till death. Till death do us part. <laughs> just <laughs> forgot about that. There you go. Bye. Betches.